What's good, everybody? You're now listening to the Truth Face Podcast. I am your host, Joe Jesse. Welcome back. And there has been so many things happening since my last podcast episode. A lot of things that I would like to talk about, but really don't want to spend too much time. I want to start shortening these episodes the best I can to give you more content with, uh, you know, I guess more on a consistent basis. But for today, I guess all we can, I mean, if we talk, we got to talk about, we got to talk about Jesse Smollett. We got to. And I'm going to do my best to not, because <laughs> this is, I'm going to offend some people. That part, I don't really care about. It is what it is. These are my thoughts. These are my feelings. This is just how I kind of see and feel about these things. But I'm going to do my best to be objective because I understand that hate crimes are real to people who are black and to people who are gay. I don't want to dismiss that. That's also kind of probably why I feel so passionately about this is because those are real things. There are people who have really been affected and who go through trauma because of the effects of those types of attacks to this day. Like, that's not something to play with. People are attacked because they're black. We see it on the news every day. There are people that are attacked because they're gay. And we don't hear about that, which is sad. And maybe that's part of the reason why Jesse spoke out so so loudly about what happened, because these stories do happen. And maybe that community needs someone to step up publicly to kind of be the voice to, hey, this is what's going on in our community and it needs to stop. Cool. I'm with all that. It just so happens, though, that personally, when the story first came out, as a black man, there were a few things that just... It just made me go, that's a little unusual. But in complete transparency, I felt guilty thinking that. Not because he was, not because I wanted to believe. I felt like I couldn't disagree with that happening because he's gay. And if I were to do that, then I would be, I'd be gay bashing right that's my that's my mindset is that even though that's why i didn't say too much about it until more came out i just waited and was like mm, i need to know a little bit more before i pick what side i'm on because if this really happened i'm like it's it's messed up but it's like man you're kind of wishing that this hate crime happened cuz it's like for me my initial thought was, if this is a lie, it's going to be the black people who are going to have to speak up for this. And I don't think that's fair. I personally don't think that's fair. If if we're going to say that this was a hate crime and there were homophobic and racial slurs thrown at him, then we might as well go on and split up the the story 50/50 because 
personally, I think that whenever a black person does something, we as black people, for whatever reason, now have to be the spokesperson or the PR, the on-site spokesperson or representation for this person to explain what's going on. Like, we know what the hell is going on. We don't know. We just watch the show. I don't watch the show. Me personally, I think that show, I I think it sends the wrong message about black people. I think it reinforces these dramatic stereotypes. And I'm not naive enough to believe that the that the majority of the audience is African American. There's tons of white people who love watching Empire. And all these people, they think that some of these black folks are like that. They're looking at some of these women like, yeah, that's she acting like Cookie. Or Nene off Atlanta Housewives. <clears throat> Shit like that. So I don't watch these shows just because it makes me feel some type of way. So for this attack to happen, I'm kind of like, all right. <clears throat> I think ownership is, you know, 50-50. We don't have to always speak up for this if it's fake. Like, whoa, you know. Well, because the Trump stuff was thrown in, I can I can see it now. All the Trump supporters like, oh, so, you know, what's up with your guy, Jesse, and making up the lies? Like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know him. I've never met him. I have no affiliation with him. I don't know him. I don't watch the show. Ask him. We are not all the same. I don't know why this brother chose to do this if if what they're saying is true and that this whole thing was staged. I don't know why he did that. I'll tell you, I'm not surprised. It's Hollywood. It's Hollywood and it's 2019. Like, you can't be surprised. My child's mother, I told, when I first saw the story and I told her, she was kind of in disbelief. Like, what? No, that can't be. Because she's met him once. And said he was a nice guy. Me, personally, I don't give a shit how nice you are. You can get caught up in some stuff. You can lie. (laughs) You can lie and make some stuff up, too. And because it's... And unfortunately, because it's Hollywood, you're an actor, it all comes with a grain of salt. Me, personally, him him being attacked at... Two okay, here's some okay, just a few things that made me go, hmm. So he's out at 2 a.m. going to a subway around the corner, grab some food, just came home off a flight. I get that, I can relate to that, no problem. To me, that's not unusual. But he gets jumped. I shouldn't laugh. He gets jumped by two white men who throw bleach on him and then put a noose around his neck after recognizing him for not only who he was on the show he was, but enough to know his sexual preference and then proceeded to beat him up, yell some sort of catchphrase 
in support of a president that a lot of people aren't in support of, he being one of them, and they take off. Now, all of that right there to me was like, what? Damn, bro. You got some terrible luck. Why do I say terrible luck? Because at that time, Chicago was experiencing one of the colder months in history, I believe. So I'm not to believe that there are people just walking around at 2 a.m. for the fuck of it. Also, I don't think there, I mean, you got to have a whole lot of hate in your heart to be out at 2 a.m. on a chilly Chicago night looking for a nigga to beat up, throw bleach on it, throw a noose around his neck. And jackpot at Subway, you caught the gay one from Empire. If you were like a Ku Klux Klan member trying to earn your stripes, you probably earned two with this one. Man, that's the jackpot. Famous, gay, black actor. What? All of that to me was just like, wow, man. That's terrible luck. Because for someone to be running around in that kind of weather with that kind of stuff, holding that kind of stuff, looking to beat somebody up, like you got to have a whole lot of hate in your heart. That's a different kind of level of hate. And so even after that, I'm like, oh, man, that's messed up. But the part that made me go, hmm, was that he then walked, I guess he called he was on the phone with his manager or anyway, he walked back to his crib, which wasn't that far, but was far enough to where you got, like, you got to walk. I get it. Right. You get jumped. If I'm maybe like a block or a half, block and a half from the house, I'm probably going to go straight to the house, then call police, do all that. None of that was unusual to me. What stood out to me was this man walked back to his apartment with the noose on his neck. Now, I've met a lot of black men in my life. A lot of them. And <clears throat> to be honest, I don't know too many. I might know one, but I don't know too many who, if a noose was put around their neck, would walk around with it on. I don't care if you just got beat up, you'd have to get shot or stabbed. Something would need more attention than this noose around my neck. But I guarantee you this, at some point, that if I can, that noose is coming off. Once I'm out of there and I'm away, I'm taking that mother... Most, I, like, some people are like, oh, you wanted you know, not to tamper with it for evidence. Nah, I don't, I don't give up. You know, we know what that with that simulate, not simulates, with that, with that, uh, mm -mm -mm. can't think, boy needs some sleep right now, we know what that news represents, so to be walking around with that on, no, nah, that's uncomfortable, fuck all that, me personally, no, nah, I'm taking that bad boy off, I'll keep it, just to be like, and they gave me this, but I'm not walking, I'm not walking around with that on, imagine if, someone put a cape, found out someone was Jewish, beat him up, 
right, and put a cape with a swastika on the back of it. You think that person is just going to run away while waiting for help and just be sitting there with that cape on? Come on, man. That part right there made me go, mm, I don't know. That was a little strange. So then I'm kind of like, ah, I don't know. I'm, fi- I'm At this point, I'm 60, 40, something's fishy. 40% of me is like, I don't want, I feel guilty believing that this may not be true. As a black man in this country, right now, at this time, I felt guilty not believing him because I wanted to believe him. I really did. I really wanted to believe him. Because why would you make something like this up? This is messed up. This is a very messed up situation. Like, why would you make something like that up? It seemed a bit dramatic. So then I guess he goes, Jesse, or Jesse goes and does a show out in LA, in West Hollywood, does a concert, which is, you know, admirable. Just got beat up. I, you know, I guess he got beat up pretty bad. And uh, he was still able to go out and perform for his fans, which is, you know, that's awesome. You know, some people probably would just be like, nah, man, like that, you know, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like you were targeted for a hate crime. And then you, you know, go back out and perform. Like, you know, some people that, you know, when they go through some tough times, doing what they love and their passion helps them get through it. I totally get that. But damn. You know, that was crazy. But then, but then he's on stage and he's giving this speech about how love is always going to win over hate. And that he wants people to know that he fought back. And I like that, especially for that audience. Like I said, maybe they needed a voice someone on a larger platform to speak for them for the things that are going on that are wrong in that community and then he said i'm the gay tupac now i'm gonna do my best right now to not go to not go all the way in pause on this guy jesse Because at this point, I felt offended. I am a Tupac Shakur stan. I don't even, I don't even play about that. Like, yeah, I am. It is what it is. I'm a Tupac stan. For him to say something like that, to me, was like, whoa, 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 buddy. Hold on, right? Like. That right there let me know we're in a generation where people can just say whatever the hell they want. And if the person isn't alive, even better. Because they can't be like, whoa, 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 buddy. I think not. Because to me, I'm like, okay, so you're the gay Tupac. How? You talking about the time when Tupac was targeted by the Oakland PD and got his ass whipped? Where, you know... Bones were broken. 
you could see cuts and bruises on his face when he was talking to cameras. He sued them, got a settlement. You talking about that time? Or you talking about the time when he got shot? We got shot five times. And then went to the hospital, got wrapped up, came out, bandages, cast on, to court. You the gay Tupac. At that point, I'm like, yeah, man, this guy, <laughs> this, hold on, man. I need to know a little bit more because this guy's out here on another level flexing. That's not, you don't talk like that. You don't talk like that after something like that. And the way he turned and looked when he said it was so theatrical. was like, I don't, I can't believe, I can't believe it. I am offended. That's how I felt. I am offended. So then news started, this whole story, news is trickling. And we are all on the edge of our seats. Like we're waiting for the season finale of Empire, which I don't I'm I don't know when I think I'm as I've read the show is not going on and allegedly people are talking about <clears throat> his him being written off. But it's like eh, I don't know. So what I'm gonna do right now is at this point, right? So we've got he was attacked. He performs, um, you know, I'm the gay Tupac. And now we get into February 4th. I'm just going to go through the timeline of what's going on. And you be the judge as I give my tidbits of what I'm thinking as a black man struggling to not feel guilty Believing this whole thing to be a hoax, but as the information keeps continuing to come in, I just continue to laugh more and more, which is absolutely terrible. So on February 4th, Chicago police say, and this is from the New York Times, it's just a timeline of what's been going on. This, the Chicago police say the people of interest have not been identified yet, but they're continuing to follow up on leads. The department reacts to phone records that Smollett turned over to investigators. The police had asked Smollett for access to his phone because he had been in conversation with his manager when the, inc- when the incident happened. He provides them with redacted records that say, do not meet the burner for criminal investigation. February 13th, two brothers of Nigerian descent, I don't know how to pronounce their names. I'm not going to mess it up on here are detained by authorities after landing in Chicago from a flight from Nigeria. Police raid their home and remove items, including an empire script and two hats, one of them being red. Next day, Smollett gives his first interview with Good Morning America, where he's adamant that he's telling the truth, and where he talks about how if he said if it were someone who were Muslim or Mexican, and instead of or, you know, someone black, then maybe people would believe him, which, you know, fucked up, but it's kind of true. Yeah. The majority of the people who have the power in media to sway us to believe that we need to be a little, a little 
we need to be a little cautious about which side we go on with this story. They're going to investigate deeper into this, and they can turn public opinion. So yeah, if if that were the case, and they were, and he were to say, "Oh, someone Muslim, Mexican, or black," it'd be that's a woo, that's an easy story, baby. We can package that one all day and sell it all night long. So then the Chicago PD revealed publicly that one of the men detained appeared as an extra on Empire. The department also said that they're not suspects yet. Their lawyer tells CBS Chicago, quote, they're really baffled why there are people of interest. They really don't understand how they even got information that linked them to this horrific crime, but they're not guilty of it. They know that the evidence is going to prove them innocent. They send their best to Jesse. February 15th. In a whirlwind day, the detained brothers are identified as potential suspects by police, but that night are released without being charged. Investigators announced they are no longer considered suspects, but do not say why. That day shifted everything. We found them. The two people on the photo were the two brothers that were coming back from Nigeria. We know that. They interviewed them. They were charged. After being interviewed, they let them go. What? But the police won't say why. I remember reading something where the lawyer of the brothers, someone asked them, is this to believe to be a hoax? And the lawyer said something to the effect of, or maybe, hold on, maybe it's in here. Oh, no, you got Smollett's... uh, lawyer but yeah the brother's lawyers basically said i can't speak on what's going on but there are a lot of moving parts which to me in legal in in legal jargon means i can't say anything about it because legally i might get sued but you know what it is that's how i took it and it's just been going on ever since at this point now we're starting to find out that the brothers i guess are like personal trainers and one of them was uh the personal trainer for jesse and they follow uh one another on instagram and now the brothers are allegedly saying that they were paid uh 3500 bucks to do this whole thing like uh, you know what's sad? TMZ got all the tea. And honestly, it ain't even tea. They got a lot of facts first, which is which is crazy. Um, but the brothers say that, you know, Jesse pretty much set the whole thing up, was going to pay him 3500 They went and bought the rope, showed him where they, or told the cops where they bought the rope, um, and and all that. So now... Grand jury. The grand jury was notified. It would hear the Jesse Smollett case Tuesday, but there is now a 50-50 chance it could be delayed for several days, law enforcement tells TMZ. Broke the story that the grand jury will hear testimony specifically targeting the actor for allegedly filing a false police report. Our sources say the two brothers who claim they carried out the stage attack at Jesse's behest will appear voluntarily. They have not been subpoenaed. We're also told the two brothers, Abel and Ola, have not received immunity from prosecution, although 
were told they did not file a false police report or give false information to cops. Law enforcement says Jesse is the one who lied. Our sources say there may be a delay in the testimony because cops want to make sure they have all the records necessary for grand jurors to reach a conclusion on whether to indict Smollett. Lying on a police report can be a felony. Holy cow. The brothers said they rehearsed it. They rehearsed the, the attack and talked about it and everything. And it's, this shit is getting crazy. It's getting crazy. But me, I'm on the edge of my seat. I, you the gay Tupac, okay. So you're going to go to jail. He's on path to be the gay Tupac. You want to be Tupac so bad, okay. You gonna, you're going to go, they're going to find out you lied. It's going to be a felony. Let's say you do six months in federal prison, right? Do six months in federal prison, come out. They don't have death row anymore, so you have to get signed to, like, cash money records, right? Baby's going to be shook in this case. You're going to have to come out with a double disc, fire album, or, like, a Netflix movie that's crazy or something out the gate, killing it, and then, and then, and then, then maybe you can be the gay Tupac, because right now, you looking like the first Jesse Smollett, and this sounds like something that's about to be on Lifetime. I don't know what you were thinking. I don't know what is going on, but personally, I feel that like us as black people, we might want to take a step back and just kind of wait on this one. I know a lot of you jumped out the window in support for him, and I don't blame you. And if part of the reason why you did it is because you like the show, eh, okay. If you've ever worked with him personally or met him in person, okay, I can understand that a little bit better, you know, catch a vibe. But other than that, I don't, these celebrities are people too. They lie. I don't understand. I don't understand. This shit is just entertaining to me. What my buddy, uh, my buddy Grant was like, man, what better, what better show, you know, than this? This should be something that should have been a show, not in real life. I said, what better show than reality? This is the show. This is the reality show. This is as good as it's going to get right here. This is what you want. This shit just blew up in his face big time. Why? You got greedy with the facts. You got greedy with the facts. It couldn't just be a hate crime. And you had to voice that that thing is going on. It had to be a hate crime where you got bleach thrown on you. We don't, which is unusual. That whole thing was like, I don't know, I don't get that. Like, is that something that happens in the gay community? Because, like, for black people, I don't think anyone's throwing bleach on people to be like, you need to like wash the black off or some shit like that. Like, maybe that's the case, but for me, the bleach thing was like, I don't, I don't get that. That's that's weird. That's a little strange, but eh, whatever. The news thing. Okay, cool. But honestly, if he would have just got beat up, bleach thrown, and that the MAGA thing that was said, then cool, it was a little bit believable. But you try to put everything 
in there. <clears throat> like you caught you caught the most unbelievable hate crime <laughs> in history. The most the most diabolical <clears throat> Trump fueled race filled homophobic fearing style ass whooping of anyone ever in history to the point that it went eh, I don't know but as I sit here and wait and watch this unfold I can't help but think damn I knew this nigga was lying the whole time all right so for those of you who haven't heard there's a story that came out that i found rather entertaining the story about some kids trying to smoke some weed in an abandoned house and all of a sudden oops look there's a tiger where did this happen asia africa no this happened in the wonderful and exotic place of texas <laughs> this happened in houston texas a person who went to an abandoned home to smoke marijuana ended up face to face with an overweight tiger the person Texan police were referring to as a, quote, concerned citizen rang the authorities who initially believed the caller was hallucinating. Quote, a concerned citizen called 311, said Sergeant Jason Aldrit of Houston Police Department's Major Offenders Livestock Animal Cruelty Unit. Quote, they were trying to, <laughs> they were trying to get into this house to smoke marijuana. We questioned them as to whether they were under the effects of the drugs where they actually saw a tiger. They saw a tiger in this building, this vacant house that's obviously been abandoned for some time. The tiger was being held in an unlocked cage, which was too small and not strong enough for a wild cat of that size, according to U.S. reports. Whoa. <laughs> Although the home is abandoned, packages of meat were found with the tiger. The police say, although the tiger appeared do docile, she was tranquilized for safety reasons before they moved her to an appropriate shelter. Heidi Cron, executive director of the Center for Animal Research and Education, told ABC News, finding a forever home for a tiger is not easy. Quote, I tried to explain to people it's a lot like having a child. If you have a child, you have insurance, but these guys don't have insurance. Yeah, imagine that. So me and the homie roll up a blunt. Hey man, no, it's raining. Let's let's run in, run over to this house real quick. There's nobody living in here. Shit. All right, you get in there, light up the blunt. Hear a tiger growl. <laughs> I ain't even hit the weed yet. This is the strongest gas I'd had ever had in my life. You high before hitting it? Whoa! What kind of dope you selling, brother? That's the you, they can't even, that's that medical, medical gray weed right there. That's that outer space Martian weed right there. Make you forget everything and remember it at the same time type of weed right there. 
And all of a sudden, you turn around and you go into the garage, and there's a tiger in a cage. A full-grown tiger in a cage. What? Uh, yeah, man, we gotta call somebody about this shit. Go ahead and put the weed away. We gotta call somebody about this shit. And of course, they're not gonna believe you. Imagine how honest they were. They probably, they probably had already smoked. That's why they were so honest about why they were, that they were smoking. You only do that when you're high. If you were sober, you wouldn't even mention that. You'd have been like, yeah, so, well, what are you doing in the house? Well, we were in here getting ready to search the property. And all of a sudden, we just happened to find a tiger. Yeah. And if you high and scared out of your mind, you'd be like, look, man, we <laughs> the call going to be way different. The call going to sound something like this. Mm, hello, 911. Oh, my God. Hello? Oh, my God, there's a tiger. Sir, sir, slow down. I know I shouldn't be smoking that blood. My mama told me to do better. Sir, 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 what are you talking about? There's a tiger in the garage, I swear to God. No cap. Hello. That's what they called the police. When he was like, there's a tiger in the garage, no cap. <laughs> when he said no cap, that's when they called deputies and were like, hey, you know, there's a tiger in the garage. No cap. <laughs> Roger that. Um, but yeah, that's fucking crazy. What would you do? I'd do exactly what they did. I'd probably, yeah. If I had already smoked and they'd ask me what were y'all doing in there, I'd be like, hey man, we were in here smoking weed. I ain't even go I ain't even gonna hold you, bruh. You know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, my bad. I didn't mean to, you know, but we just hope the tiger has a safe home. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of here. Oh, 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 hold on, sir. Hold on. That's when you look back and be like, I gotta, I gotta go. I'm, I'm trauma and PTSD. I need to, I'm tired. Need to lay down, sleep. I gotta go. No more questions. Talk to, am I being arrested? That's when you start throwing out the stuff you see on YouTube that don't work. Am I being detained? <laughs> am I under arrest? Yeah, okay. You know what's sad? You know what's not funny, but funny at the same time is that you play that stuff, and sadly enough, some cops hate that shit and they think you're being uppity. So then that's when they start to get aggressive, and that's when bad things happen. So you know, imagine that being black. I hate shifting into that. I'm not even gonna get on that. But anyway, fuck, man. I wonder if those guys stop smoking weed, or you probably get into the truck and be like, shit. What was that guy? What was the guy who called thinking as soon as he got in the car, I had to head home? We probably got in the car, I sat there and was just like, yo, we, he's just sitting, he's sitting there in the passenger seat. Cause you know the driver didn't call, cause he, he got to get away if that's the case. So the passenger, he's sitting in the passenger seat with his head tilted back, looking up to the roof of the car, like, man, we just saw a tiger. In a cage. In an abandoned house. What? Man, roll up. I gotta forget about this, dude. What?